You're listening to Real Crime, the Movie Sleuth Podcast. Do you guys see this cup? No more Yankee, my wanky. Uh, no, this empty. cup. Yeah, it's empty. This right here, and I'm not trying to, they're not a sponsor, but this is a 20 ounce coffee from 7 Eleven. I should not drink coffee this late because we record pretty late at night here. This isn't something that we is do true. during the day. Um, but because we have lives, this was one of those days where I was kind of worn out and I actually had to take a nap. Oh, Aww. you're yeah. old as fuck. Yeah, oh, Amber's get old. I nap every day. The shit I took from Amber. She's like, I'm like, I have to take a nap. She's like, hey. <laughs> um, but I got one of these things. <laughs> so I'm plenty freaking wired and I'm glad I'm wired because we got a fuck of a show tonight. Yeah, I'm excited. Mm. Lots to talk about. I don't know how we're going to get through all this stuff. Lots to talk about, but there are other pieces of business. That's true. Some good business. Yeah. It's very good business. First off, let's mention the Flint Institute of Arts. We mention this every week at the top of the show. That's make right. sure you check them out online. They've got a weekly film series going on right now. Also, make sure to check out projectorscreen.com. Love projectorscreen.com. Well, the, the Flint Institute <laughs> of Arts, we, we're actually working a trip out right now. We've talked about this, um, and we're going to totally like tailgate before like the, the movies and stuff. I yep. am so down for that. We're, we're so going to work this thing out in the next few weeks, so we're going to be heading up there. Flint, get ready. We're going to paint your town yellow. Can't wait. It's gonna be we're awesome. going up there just to drink some water. Yeah. We can't. <laughs> oh, too soon. Could you, what if you get drunk on that? Maybe. I mean, because booze is bad die. for you. Or you can get Legionnaire's disease yeah. and just die. Yeah, you know? bad. I'm not even going to try to riff on that. <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah. Projectorscreen.com. Yep. Fucking awesome. Awesome. And then <laughs> make sure you check out our giveaway on the front of the website, themoviesleuth.com, for our five DVD horror set from Wild Eye Releasing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Five. Five. five That's five DVDs. movies for free. I know. Jeez. It's weird, too, because like not a lot of people have entered this one. What, what are you, like, nuts? Yeah. It's like five movies for yeah, free. I like, know, five movies. And horror movies at that. They're tarted. Shame on you people. Yeah. Shame for shame. For Get it shame. together. Shame. Ding, ding. It's free shit. I know. It's free. Yep. So, yeah. news this week. We got some really... We got some big news. We got some big news this Dude, week. Dude, holy crap, right? Yeah. So, um, Star Wars is officially yeah. meeting Game of Thrones. What? Is David... Well, I, I read that before I came here tonight. David Benioff and D.B. Weiss have been hired by Lucasfilm to produce the new series of Star Wars movies that Ryan Johnson is going to direct. We're going to finally get some boobs in Star We're finally going to get some boobies. I hope those movies are like super dark i think that this is the right way for them to go bring in some fresh blood and somebody that has something that's really popular like game of thrones they're gonna be done with this show next year yeah so they need some work hand it off hand it off let bring somebody from the outside in and i think this is going to be great so it's an interesting idea so how long is like so how many movies is this going to be it's going to be a new trilogy yeah yeah okay yeah, wow. what, I mean, it's just going to be just in the Star Wars universe. It's like, going to be in the Star Wars universe, not connected, it? not connected. I know to that anything we know already. Okay, so that could go anywhere. That's good because the Han Solo trailer also premiered this week. I'm not ready for that yet, dude. I, it, I haven't watched it. I, I I'm not ready. You know, I'm just not thrilled about it. No, I mean, I'm sure Donald Glover is going to be amazing, and. Uh, it's going to be a Star Wars movie, but 
I don't know. I I don't know. I'm burnt out. I'm burnt out on Star Wars. Well, I think we can. It's established that we we're not going to get a bad film. No. It'll be a good film. Sure. Does it need to be made? No. That's we, my problem. We got Han Solo already. We don't need another guy playing Han no, Solo. No, it's, it Leave it alone. Me. It scares it's, me. It freaks me out. Yeah, it's. I like it, Han Solo and all, but I would much rather have a different movie about somebody else. Yeah, something else similar to like Rogue One, where it's like this offshoot story, which was awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, move on, please. Move on. I'm getting <laughs> upset. That's yeah, I'm getting some upset big too. news, though. Yeah, it's um, huge news. Early Black Panther reviews on Rotten Tomatoes are coming in at 100. percent Of course. So really, yeah. So they're saying this is probably the best Marvel movie ever released. What? Yep. That's all, everything I've read so far is saying that this movie is going to blow people away. So I'm actually kind of excited. I get to see it next week. I was going to say, don't you have an early screening? Yes, I do. <laughs> Bitch. All right. In <laughs> other news, um, we did get the Cloverfield Paradox. Fuck, that was cool. Released to Netflix this week, which with little Dude, to no fanfare, what? it just got <laughs> like, boom. <laughs> <laughs> scared no, the crap out of H over That's going to be uh, my suggested viewing, actually. Yeah. Well, we just we'll share that. Yeah. Well, I that that whole thing went, yeah, like, I didn't watch, did anybody in this room watch the Super Bowl? Oh, yeah, you're the sports girl. Yeah, <laughs> she likes the sports. I don't I like did, football, but I, didn't, I did watch I it. was busy watching this list that we'll talk about here in a minute. Oh, okay. And then, like, somebody on Facebook was like, dude, or something somewhere, like, dude, they just announced that yeah. Cloverfield's going to be released The Cloverfield tonight. Paradox yeah. will be released after the Super Bowl. So then I was interested in the Super Bowl. Like, well, when's this fucker going to be over with? Yeah, <laughs> I was interested in the end of the Super Bowl. Well, Paramount came out today yeah. and said <laughs> that um, they are actually still planning other sequels in this anthology of Cloverfield that will not be on Netflix, that now this thing is going to be twofold it's going to be in the theaters and going to be on netflix so awesome we spent all this time talking about this model last last week week. so fucking weird we do this we do this all the time this happens on here all the time we we are we predict this shit we are spiritual and in tune with the universe you guys don't know but there's a big crystal ball in the middle of the studio that we all stare at while we're doing the show i seriously thought you're (laughs) <laughs> what? I thought you were going to say there's a big crystal ball in my pants or something like that. No, no. no. Staring at my For crystal once, balls. I didn't make a dick joke. <laughs> Staring at my... Everybody stares at my balls during the show, and they're like two crystal ambulances or whatever, and my balls predict the future. Yes, my crystal balls. Isolate that one and put it somewhere. <laughs> uh, so that's... I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, Chris. No, it's okay. So That was this, exciting, though. Yeah, that's really exciting. Well, it's exciting, exciting because we know we're not just going to be limited to... Netflix for these now, which I think a lot of people thought like, okay, the Cloverfield brand is just going to be on Netflix now. Paramount is planning on doing, doing multiple both. things. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's really neat. Well, and one thing I, from a technical standpoint, I do want to give the Netflix people some real big props because I was so afraid. I'm like, okay, man, I'm going to be refresh, refresh, refresh. When that thing pops up, I'm going to be like streaming that thing right away because I really wanted to see this movie. Um, and I was like, man, this is gonna suck. They're gonna that site is gonna get slaughtered. Yeah. And th- yeah. Th- that thing's gonna be buffering left and right, man. Smooth as silk. Mm-hmm. I paused one time because I watched it on my phone, right? And I'm like, okay, you know, this is scary. And I had to yeah. pause one time, like, oh my god, if I pause this thing, I'm afraid it's gonna just totally fuck it up. Crash. Bang right back on, no mm-hmm. problem. So I really a tip of the hat and a Netflix 
you know, their technical force, uh, people working the back lines because they kept those servers running and they load balanced that properly, I think. Sorry to be so nerdy, but Mm-mm. they really got things going and it, it worked. You know, they were. I, I'm sure they planned for this, though. They, they oh, were planning. Sure. No, I knew a few people that actually did have problems getting it to load, though. Like really? Liam's dad was oh, posting really? on Facebook. He couldn't get it to load at first. Huh. So I was refreshed, 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 and then it finally popped out. I'm like, bang, wham, here we go. So that was exciting. That was a really fun thing to do, I thought. You know, um, and it was a pretty good sci-fi flick, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was decent. Mm, yeah. Is there any more news? <laughs> no, that's that's all the news. So well, okay. There was, uh, well, we, we can't spoil it. There's a lot of people that want to see this. I enjoyed it. I, th- I think we all enjoyed it. Did yeah. You guys get a kick out? It was cool. I enjoyed it. It was very reminiscent to me of several other movies, including uh-huh. Event Horizon. Yeah. Event Horizon was a big one. There was actually some elements, and this is a, not a spoiler, but if you guys are familiar with, it's not really a, well, there was a movie made, made about it in the 80s. Uh, the Philadelphia Experiment. Oh, yes. yeah. There were some elements. Yeah, there was. And I'll just leave it at that. There yeah. were some elements yeah. that stuck right out. And I'm like, whoa. And <laughs> some, <laughs> of the, some of the ideas that they were tying in of mm-hmm. you know what's going on here, it all kind of yeah. revolved around that idea and that universe. So, yeah, it was a cool flick. I mean- for I mean, do I say for Netflix? It was it was all right. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to. I'm afraid I'm gonna. I don't want to spoil anything. There's a lot I'd like to talk about about it, but I you know we'll do it in yeah, private. We can. I mean, Maybe we do, do a here. Cloverfield podcast at some point. Oh yeah, That'd well, be fun. we've got three installments now. So all right, so new yeah. releases this week. We've got Fifty Shades Freed. <laughs> I saw the preview yeah. for that last night. Dude. I'm seeing it tomorrow night. My theater seat's gonna be damp. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was shit. Disgusting person. With poo. <laughs> there was an article I saw today. I just happened to like just taking a break from work, and I saw it. And there was a one of them clickbait articles where they, you know, people are like, the the stories that theater workers don't want you to know. Oh come and on! That's one of the things that they mention. They're like, yeah, sometimes we have to check the seats. Ooh. I'm like, oh, I sit in that thing. Gross. <laughs> Steam Bleach. Clean. So I guess if you smell bleach when you go into the theater, you know what's you going know what's on. happening. Oh, gross. So Anyways. Fifty Shades Freed, I'm seeing the press screening tomorrow night. Sick bastard. Yeah, I know. Uh, Peter Rabbit comes out I this weekend, <laughs> and I believe Dawn is reviewing that one. And then we've got the Fifteen Seventeen to Paris that's coming out also. Oh yeah, so. I uh, heard a cool fact about that. I'm I'm not sure how. It's probably been everywhere, but uh, those guys that are acting were the actual people from the train when it really happened. Yeah, I think I heard something about that, too. Yeah, I was like, what? Say what? (laughs) What? Yeah, and then then Jesse said, I hope they don't suck at acting. (laughs) (laughs) Bruh. All right, so suggested viewings for this week. I sat through a movie last night called My Friend Dahmer. (laughs) Dude, I tell you what, you need to, like, be ready and like take like some antidepressants before oh, no. watching this movie because it's based on the real life story of teenage Jeffrey Dahmer Uh-oh. and the things he was doing to animals oh, and boy. his strange behaviors Fuck before. Yeah, I can't watch it. Fuck that. It was no turning way. my stomach and it oh, didn't even God. really get that yeah. bad. It was filmed in such a way that my stomach was turning Ugh. when I'm no. watching it because it's so real Ugh. that it, no. But anyways, that's why I'm suggesting you watch it. <laughs> no. Because 
Bad suggestion. Uh-uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Watching that. Don't I, I can't. Cry. I can't deal I with that shit. I got some fur babies. I don't want to deal with Stop that. Stop your crying. Forget. Forget about that movie. What, what is your suggested viewing this week, Heather? Oh, it's it's Cloverfield, the Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah, uh, it was fun. Jesse and I just watched it earlier today. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, man. Fun it's, sci-fi flick. It is a really cool flick, and it's awesome because I caught, I really liked the other movie, the Cloverfield 10 Lane or oh, whatever. Oh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh, it was awesome. great. Yeah. yeah. Except for like the last it. five minutes. Of it. I thought that was kind of weird. Uh, but it, Definite definite gear shift. Yeah. I mean, I, maybe that was what it is. I mean, I, I'll see it again for sure. But I could, pick, I was picking out all of the Easter eggs from the other movies. Yeah. And I knew where we were and I knew what was happening and I didn't have any confusion about the time I mean, right. paradox is in the title, so be prepared. But uh, yeah, I thought it was really, it was really cool. The music is great. Um, yeah. And the guy that does the music, uh, Jesse did look this up because we he recognized the music. Yeah, it was Bear McCreary. Yeah, and he um he does all the music for Battlestar Galactica. Oh, oh. yeah, mm-hmm. right up your and alley. And then the cinematographer is uh, the cinematographer for Star Trek. J.J. Abrams, dude, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Da- uh, Mandeli or whatever the hell his name is. Okay. Yeah. So, but it was just, <laughs> it was just really cool because I mean, there was all these extra elements that were making it better for well, us. You know? It was funny though when I'm watching the Cloverfield Paradox, and I know J.J. Abrams was only on board as a producer. Yeah. But the entire time I'm watching that movie, I'm thinking to myself, J.J. Abrams has never met a movie he did not want to remake. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Because everything he does has some elements of being a remake. Yeah. Including The Force Awakens. Right. So, mm-hmm. But. Now, there, there's, I, I was very interested yesterday, um, the reactions from the Cloverfield Paradox. Um, and I read a handful of articles and the same thread was going through. And it, people, reviewers, people who are reviewing it, not the geniuses here at the movie sleuth. That's right. Everything here is. Genius, and I'm not shitting on anybody else who's doing a review. Sure, the thread are. I saw that went through it, <laughs> the thread I saw went through it, where it was it was leaning towards a complaint was, well, this movie was supposed to answer some questions. No, it wasn't. Well, it did answer some questions, but well, you know, it did. like what? Well, but, but it raised more questions. Well, yeah, because well, we, we're gonna keep. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's called, called a fucking series. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, series, let me so. just put something out That's, there. It's fun if you claim to be a fan of science fiction. And you get mad about questions being opened and new story threads being opened, then guess what? You're not a You probably a shouldn't be watching sci fi. Right, yeah. yeah. There was a lot of stuff. I thought it, it, it there's nothing going to be resolved, I don't think. And I don't want everything to be resolved. No. Um, I want to have an imagination about some things. But there were some things that, that I clearly, I'm like, okay, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, That's for what's sure. going on here. For okay, sure. cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there were some things like, what? Okay, let's let's move on. Right, but we're watching a sci-fi flick, you know. Yeah, so. and it's not going to be. I don't want it to be tied up in a little with a little bow at the end. I want to have to think about things, and I'm gonna. I've been trying to sit down and watch it again, which I will. I want to yeah. watch it one more time. And it's not very long. What is it like? Hour, a, hour, hour and a half, half or yeah, something like hour that. Hour and a half. Yeah. I mean, because I watched it on my phone laying in bed, and I really want to sit down on my you know big screen and you should. You know, just give it a good watch, which I will, and get the full, you know, whatever. Get the whole thing in your mouth. Yeah, the whole thing okay. in my mouth. Yeah, it's just another you know. thing that I really liked about it was uh, the editing. I yeah. thought it went between. Oh, I can't. I can't say. I, it Careful. went between the stories 
really well, I thought. Yeah, yeah. Good. I was never confused about anything, and um, no, each time, each cut, I was like, oh, man, I can't wait until we get back there. You know, like, I was really yeah. into it. It was very smooth. It, it was. A, I'm not saying, like, it's an amazing movie or anything no. like that, but it's it's really good. It fits. Yeah, no, it's it good. So, all right, yeah, um, more to come on that, I think. Yes. It's a fun It's a fun series. Yeah. It's, it's you know, it's, and I, I'm looking, I'm excited. It's one of those ones I'm excited about because, yeah, I mean, I really have been looking forward to Cloverfield Station or Cloverfield God Particle or now what we know it's going to be called, what it is called, is the Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah. yeah. So it's very cool. Went and saw myself, I went and finally saw Phantom Thread last night. Yeah, there you go. I never miss a Daniel Day-Lewis film. Someday I'll marry that man. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll have beautiful children together. Mm. Um, and this is a different, you know, I'll, I'll say this, you know, and without any spoilers, um, if this wasn't a Paul Thomas Anderson film with Daniel Day-Lewis, I may not have went and saw it, but I'm glad I did mm-hmm. because it's not it's not my wheelhouse. Right. I mean, if yeah. you know right. What, what the subject matter is, and it was great because we were in the theater last night, me and Amber, and Amber's like, what's this movie? Because she didn't even... I'm like, we're going to see this movie because we yeah. have to see it. It's important. And, okay, fine, let's go. So we sit down, <laughs> and she's like... What is this even about? Well, she's like, what's this movie about? I'm like, well, you know, and I can say this. It's about the fashion industry. I mean, yeah. That's not, that's not a spoiler. Um, and she's like... She starts looking around the theater, and she's like, you realize you're the only man in the <laughs> theater right now? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I am. Oh, boy. What have I gotten myself into? But, no, it's a great flick, man. You're not going to get shit from Paul Thomas Anderson. We Never. We, you know, and Never. Daniel Day-Lewis, and I know this is his last film, and he's pretty... I read an interview with Daniel Day-Lewis this morning about that, and he's like, yeah, I'm... He's like, I didn't want to make a big deal out of this I'm thing. I'm retiring. He's like, but I don't want to do any more films. I just don't feel like acting anymore. He's like, this. He's like, I like working with Paul Thomas Anderson. Um, right. He's like, it's always fun. He's, he's like, we're really good friends, and we we kind of built this movie together, this character and everything. He's like, so it was a lot of fun doing that. He's like, but I just don't want to keep doing that. So he's dead serious. I mean, who knows? In a couple of years. Right. Five years from now, he's not very old. I mean, five well, years not. from now, he might want to make another movie. But you know what? Daniel Day-Lewis's range just blows my mind. His range blows my mind, too. And the fact of the matter mind. is he's, like, the best out there. Yeah. So let him just... Do what he wants. Do what he wants and just, you know, go away. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, yeah. If he's want, earned retire, his right retire. to do what he wants. Yep. But the guy's... The guy's cause I just, as I watched Phantom Thread, I just was, like, thinking about the millions of other films I've seen. Because I've seen them all. Yeah. And... Just yeah. a different person. It's mm-hmm. it's it's because you know most actors you know okay he's acting you know yeah uh, but there's that there's that delivery the you, you the, the Christopher Walken delivery sure it, it's the same thread that goes through all of his films he's a very great don't get me wrong he's an amazing actor he's incredible um, but Daniel Day Lewis is like a down to like the facial structure oh sure yeah it blows my mind um, he's a completely different person and make fun of him all you want for being a method actor and all that stuff and I've heard all this shit about him or no, whatever. whatever that's don't care cool. yeah. great flick go see it I don't want to talk any shit about it um, worth every penny and I'm going to go probably go see it again in the theater because I just enjoyed it that much it's a beautiful movie really beautiful moving film so alright so on to the good stuff yeah mm. the real good stuff this is how we got here I think as I said before I hurt myself last week. Oh, I hurt myself. I was lifting weights. 
And I did. I hurt myself. Does your urethra feel better now? My urethra feels great. <laughs> no, I actually messed myself up a little bit in the gym last week. So I decided, okay, I got to take it easy this weekend and just, just not do anything. Yeah. I'm usually up doing stuff, working on things. I needed to give myself a weekend free. So, well, what are you doing? I'm like, and dare I say, when I get sick, which is rare, when I get like, you know, sick, I kind of get a little happy sometimes. <laughs> because... Yeah, I don't like being sick, but it also affords me an opportunity to sit down and actually watch movies. Right. I love to watch movies, but I'm so busy usually, and I'm always, it's hard to sit down and watch films. So I kind of get excited a little bit. I'm like, oh man, <coughs> oh darn, now <laughs> I, I have to sit here and watch 80 movies. You know, <laughs> and that's what I did this past weekend. Um, and I dove in. I went down the friggin' rabbit hole. It was great. So, and that's why I made this dumb little list, which is going to tie right into what we're going to talk about tonight. So here's the list. And there's some there's some weird ones that, that you know actually, uh, your better half one of his suggestions made it into this list oh, too. Okay. Uh, but Beastmaster started off the set with that. Yeah. Fucking Sizzler to start off with, man. A sizzler. Then I watched. Have you guys ever seen? Have I ever mentioned this film on here? Treasure of the Four Crowns. Oh, dude, that movie. This is the I, greatest ever, dude. It's so bad. And it was in 3D when it was originally. Originally yeah. in the theater, it was yeah. in 3D. And I saw it in the theater in 3D. That's how I originally saw it with my parents when I was a kid. It was a 3D version, I think. And Clawson. We've talked about the Clawson yeah. theater. Um, you know, scored by uh, Ennio Morricone. Wow. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's what makes that movie. It sticks out. Yeah. They're like, that's the only bad film he ever did a score for. It's so bad, dude. But it's not bad. The ending is so epic, dude. It's great. I love it, man. It's fun. And I do like the whole... It's actually kind of a freaky film how the movie plays out. You know, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but there's like... How... how, Whatever. It's weird. It's just bizarre. See it. So I banged that one out. And then I had to go... Now, Okay, where do we go now? Crawl? Oh, God. Yeah. I think we mentioned Crawl not too long ago on here. What's wrong with Crawl? No, it's all right. my, My friend actually made a very good point about this film. He's like, Crawl's a cool f- film, but he's like, it's probably the biggest ultimate weapon letdown of any film I've ever seen. Yeah, it <laughs> is. Yeah, it is. It really is, because you're like this badass, and it's like half an hour to get through this thing. and, and Right, and then it's just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like... Well, the funny thing about sucked. Crawl is that, you know, I saw this, I, remember, I saw it in Macomb Mall Theater, when I was a kid, and I remember watching it, and this, as soon as like the 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 villainous troopers show up, I'm like, dude, this is like the worst Star Wars knockoff I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh, crawl! Yeah, well, that's what I kind of liked about it. It did. It really was a rip off of a lot of stuff, but it blended a lot of cool elements together. I thought like they were trying to get the very futuristic type thing along with the whole medieval horse riding, you know, yeah. fire bears and all that shit, you know. So it had like this, you know medieval type idea with the futuristic type and if i'm correct liam neeson is in this movie he yeah is. he is he's in that movie and he makes it nearly he through the whole one thing of the slaves the well one of the prisoners slaves. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he nearly made it to the end <laughs> i was kind of bummed da- to see him go just he's... by chance does his daughter get kidnapped no <laughs> no no he's got like nine wives though in the that was oh, one thing i remember true. he's like he had like nine wives so or... he oh, does yeah. have a specific set of skills Not nine lives <laughs> <laughs> with that gear so yeah bang that one out um Per um, your better half suggestion, Brawl on Cell Block 99. Oh, yeah. Which is a fucking brutal flick, dude. Holy crap. Yes, it is. Um, then I had to watch Last Rampage, which I'll be doing a review on this film this week. Oh, boy. 
Yeah, and that's going to be uh, – that'll be a good time. Um, and then back down the rabbit hole we go to Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, you know, yeah. Can't come out of Treasure of the Four Crowns and crawl and not watch Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we – yeah, then we fell into the Cloverfield Paradox and then Phantom – so I've been movie, movie, movie right, all weekend. Yeah. It's been crazy. Go ahead. So we're talking kind of about – 80s movies. Well, yeah, we were talking. Well, yeah. I think I said, I'm like, this is all the shit that I watched this weekend. Yeah. Like, what are we going to talk about on the podcast? It's like, well, let me talk about 80s movies. Right, because so, you just had a little You know, I kind of want to dig into this. Dig into this a little bit. What is it about 80s movies? It's yeah. still... What, what sticks out about these 80s movies? Why is it that, you know, 30 years later, we're still all... You know, and H, you're even younger than us. Yeah. But yeah. still... We always fall back on movies from the 80s. Why were they so much better than what we see now? Hmm. Or well, why do we just constantly, yeah. why are we just, and like, honestly, I would choose Ghostbusters over watching something that I haven't seen yet that just came out. Not yeah. even joking. I do it all the time. Well, the thought process, like that little list that I was talking about over the weekend, when I sat down, I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch a shit ton of movies. And I'm like, okay, what am I, you know, I want to watch some new stuff, which I did, but I'm like, see, that's the problem with, and I've said this before, at least with my dumb brain, how it's wired up. It's tough for me to watch something new that I'm not really all into. Like, I know like Chris, you'll dive into anything. You don't yeah, care. I'm that's the what same you do. Way. Yeah. I'm you guys just, way. where I'm like, okay, this is an investment of time. I want to make sure I'm going to enjoy myself. Right. So. At least with the 80s stuff, especially with you and I, Chris, we're the same age, basically. Yeah, you go into a film like Ghostbusters. Well, of course you've already seen it. Right. Right. And I'm not saying this is the only reason that, that make that the, with the allure of 80s films. But, yeah, there's a nostalgic thing, of course, with, mm -hmm. with, with anybody, right? Um, but to me, my thought process was like, there's just nothing like these movies. Mm -hmm. Nothing looks like them. Nothing feels like them. And... Dare, like when I say that the idea of color, I don't mean color, visual color, colorful, the way they sound, the, they're just so colorful to me. Any of, I mean, and I got a pretty big freaking list here that I just threw together, especially the action type stuff. Like you mentioned Ghostbusters. Yeah. That's a great example right there. Cause like Slimer, mm -hmm. we all know and love Slimer. <laughs> now what? Ghostbusters, I think, was like 82, 83, the original 84, one. I was think. Was 84? Okay. The first one? Yeah. It was the first one? I'd have to look. Yeah. I had, damn it. I had my list written out, and I had the years right. on them. But yeah, I think it's early 80s. But you had, well, Ghostbusters, for example, you had a cast. Of, I was right, 84. 84. Damn, God. <laughs> you yeah. have a cast in Ghostbusters that you just can't. You can't assemble people like that no more. I think I've mentioned this before, and I don't. You guys tell me what you think. Comedy, because Ghostbusters, you know, it's a supernatural comedy, basically, mm -hmm. right? I think leaning heavier on comedy. Um, the humor that I see now, oh, it's dry. It's a yeah, dry humor. It's, I, well, see, Ghostbusters was. Dry is was really dry because Bill Murray. That's just how he is. But but it's Bill Murray though. He's God. Well, yeah, but I mean, the like I don't know. I think that's just a sign of the times because like the, I find some of that 
stupid ass shit so funny. Well, it was, that's just, and I think that's what my Ghostbusters, for example, it was over the top. Yeah, it was insane. Um, and that's what made it so beautiful was that it was just it was over the top. It was crazy. And yeah, you're you're right. Bill Murray, his delivery has always been very dry, but that's just there's this weird aura. We we the, this whole Bill Murray thing that people see. There's an aura about that guy that he can. Somebody, well, I mean, what was that movie Zombieland? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we think we, that blew my mind. I'm like, dude, that chick is, I've been saying that for years. Like, that guy could sit in a seat. Yeah. He could sit in a chair in the middle of a room and just sit there, not do anything. And I'd start laughing eventually yeah. because <laughs> he's just that damn funny. I think the difference between the humor with Ghostbusters and the humor that we see now is just. The, like you were talking about, the cast and just that ensemble of people. I mean, Ivan Reitman and Harold Ramis wrote mm-hmm. it. And yeah. well, uh, Dan Aykroyd did too, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm like, that. just, you don't have, I mean, we have stuff that, that's like that now, but not, I don't know, man. It's so hard to explain when I try to talk about I, 80s films in general. I think, you know, when I think about the 80s, okay, going to the comic thing or the comedy thing, Number one, I think the big difference is now they just put it right out there. It's right in your face right away. There's no buildup. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And they yeah. go straight for the potty humor. They go straight for the okay. dick jokes. I know we do that a lot on here, but that's just us it's hanging out because we're, we're friends. Them. We're better than them. We're better than them, yeah, too. But, yeah. um, but, you know, in the 80s, they actually sat down and plan this stuff out. Yeah. And these people yeah. were people that, you know, I wouldn't really say that we grew up with um, because I think that relies too heavily on nostalgia. Right. But well, I, think, L, you know. I think, you know, Harold Ramis, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson, mm-hmm. like these were people that are not taking anything away from anybody now because there are funny people now. But these people were on a different level Mm -hmm. and they were friends outside of this film that had worked together for a very long time so when they do something like ghostbusters this ensemble cast like you said they know how to play off each other and they know how to bring it without having to rely on cheap humor well here's the thing too as you're saying this i mean here's a great example and i had to sit through this film and i despise it still it was hot tub time machine Oh, not shitting on it. I, well, I'm going to shit all over it. Um, yeah. I thought it was funny. It's funny. <laughs> it oh, is. It's funny. really. It's 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 ungodly funny. But that movie is like it just goes right for the jugular. Oh yeah. There's like no bullshit, man. It's that not, is the I most mean, insane thing. Go ahead. It's not a really good movie. No, it's a terrible movie. You <laughs> know, yeah. Chevy Chase makes an appearance in that too. Boy, imagine that, right? Um, but yeah, all of the humor in that film is just it's filthy. Yeah. Not and I got no problem with that. It's fun. I've got no problem with it either. But the fact of the matter is, that is too. It's too easy. It's, it's too easy it's, just yeah. to go for the constant dick fart cum jizz joke all the time. Yeah. Whereas a movie like Ghostbusters or a movie I'm going to mention in a few minutes. Yeah. The humor was so well planned. Yeah. That. You get that hook, line, and sinker every time you yeah, see it. Yeah. You know, if I go back and watch Super Bad now, like it doesn't make me laugh anymore. It's not yet. Because it's not, it's yeah. not it funny don't hold anymore. up. It just it don't doesn't hold up. up because I mean, it's I still all, like it, but. You know, and Ghostbusters had sex. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. Sigourney Weaver was in it, dude. Come uh-huh. on. She's still hot. I yeah. love that woman. Um, there was a sexual element in that film. I mean, when she got hot, she got possessed, and I was like, oh, dude, holy crap. So there, there was, but there wasn't like fucking and fucking. Wieners, there was uh, wieners there was flying over. It wasn't. It was ghost sensual. What's up? There's a ghost blowjob. Yeah, but you don't. And that and that scene's beautiful. It's fucking great. Yeah. You, yeah. All you get and for Ghostbusters, all you get is just the, the fly buckle. coming down. Right. <laughs> it's all. It's all. Imp- it's all insinuated. Insinuated. Implied. It's all yeah. implied. And then the, you know the eyes cross yeah. and it's fucking great. I mean, yeah. I'm thinking about it right now and it's cracking me up. I mean, I'm laughing myself and get the chills because it's it's it was done that good. It was just that good. Is there a word for that? Hmm. God, I don't, for that that for a blowjob. Well, I mean, just that's what <laughs> succubus. Makes, that's what makes those '80s movies stand out so much more. You know, like that right there. That that. Well, it just hinted at. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I'm I'm talking about that, in, that entire feeling that of how actually funny that is, and just how it's not needed to be like gross and all. You know, the, that specific thing that that scene has. Chemistry. You know, there's chemistry. It's just it was it was just you know it was shot well. It was it was it was edited right. You know, That's they could like, they could have left the camera down there and like you know yeah like okay editing they could have just left the camera down there okay <laughs> zipper comes down <laughs> and then that's all we see <sighs> but they could have let it go okay zipper comes down wiener comes out now I, I think it was also a sign of the times too back in eighty four eighty three eighty four you you couldn't put a dick on the screen yeah no well. you really couldn't so that's a thing too I think these guys were handicapped in a way because they had to and i actually it isn't a handicap i think it benefited them no i don't think they would have put that that shit in there Uh, hopefully not but they had to be creative because like okay we want to hint at something here kind of kind of taboo yeah but how are we going to do it tastefully so i I don't know yeah there's just that what i'm that right there is what i feel like every 80s movies have yeah you know like that feeling right there yeah i just it's perfect. It's perfect, you know? Yeah. yeah, even like the bad 80s movies are still better than a lot of the stuff <laughs> we get now. I just think, you know, um, getting back to how we started this, I think that they cared more about scripting. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't have as many franchises. We didn't have the comic book movies that were just pumping out sequel after sequel. Yes, we did get some sequels, obviously, but I think character development was a huge yeah. thing. Like, watch First Blood. First yeah. Blood is one of my favorite 80s movies. And the entire first half of that movie is all character development. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're developing John Rambo. And, you know, you're finding things out about him. And they're building it up to this huge climax. And... You to don't, the point where you're you're rooting for him. You're rooting for this guy that would now would be seen as a terrorist. A terrorist. Yeah, 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 for real. And yeah. you you care about this guy. You sympathize with his struggle. Mm-hmm. You don't get things like that anymore. True. And seriously, like First Blood, if that is not in the top ten all time '80s movies, you just have to kill me because. <laughs> Like seriously, the Stallone in that movie. What well, made him? It's bar none one of his best performances ever. I think that's just it's 
we still get that stuff, but it's very rare, you know? Like, it's the stuff that, I don't norm the casual moviegoer, yeah. they're not gonna, it's not so accessible anymore. Like in the 80s, there was this huge surge of actors and specific uh genre of things you know like the buddy comedy and mm -hmm. like you know we, we don't ha I, I don't know there's just something about it that just is lacking nowadays you know like there's still the few and f far between that we get but it's just not the same i don't think they care as much i really I don't, don't think they care as much i think it's so much about with not every movie obviously right, i'm right. generalizing yeah of course. but i think so much about it is you know this oh everybody's gonna sit in this room and we're gonna get all discuss you know everything is done with this massive group of creatives instead of somebody just writing a script and somebody directing the movie mm -hmm. now everything is broken down well, it's into all panels and groups yeah how yeah. can we make this an even bigger movie oh well you know it's just it's well, here, it's not the same. Well, here, here's some other extremes. You, you talked about First Blood. Uh, one of the ones I threw on my list was Stand by Me. Oh, yeah, yeah, me too. Fucking awesome. I mean, it's, it's an it's a polar opposite of of First yeah. Blood. It's really a drama, right? Um, but you talk about a film based on a premise, you know, and when you finally get there, you're like, holy crap, you know. But you talk about character ugh, character development. Um, that's one where mm -hmm. at the end you know these people. Yeah. And you love those people too. You really are rooting for them. And if you've seen Stand By Me, there's some things you hear about at the end where you're like, oh man, really? Yeah. What a fucking bummer. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a kind of a depressing film. Oh, it is um, for sure. But as far as the, the idea of character development and I don't know. That was a book, wasn't it? Yeah. It was pretty, originally it a It was book. not a full book. It was a short story. Was it a story? Short story? Or something okay. like yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but through a film, they develop that, and you, as a, as I already said, you know these people, these kids, at the end of the movie. Um, and I could watch that movie over and over again. And it's not some big, exciting film. It's just some kids walking on train tracks for two hours, basically. Yeah. But it's just one of those ones where I can just watch it. I love the way that movie looks. Yeah. That movie looks... It, it's... Well, it's film. It's on film, but it's grainy. Yeah. Yet, when you're, I mean, they're outside for most part, but it's it's orange and it it's looks dusty. like outside. Yeah, it's kind of dusty know, looking. It really has. It really takes in all of the elements of its surroundings. Mm -hmm. You really, want to go there. Yeah. And yeah. you want to walk down I the train track. Yeah. And hang out with these done kids. That, you know. I want to go and I want to you know I want to have a campfire with my friends in the middle of nowhere that I don't even know where the hell I'm at. What's that? And pull a leech off your dick? No, no, I don't want to do that. Part. We, <laughs> we can we can go without that. But I want to have to go to town with five cents and buy some hamburgers. Aww. You know, I mean, it's such a humble, it's such a humbling thing. Like mm -hmm. you look at these kids, and what are they? What are they? What's the goal? What's the, they're going to find the dead body. Yeah, yeah. There's there's not really anything. They're not looking for treasure. No. You know, they're not going to find anything. They're just. It's a rumor they heard. And they want to check it out, and they and they have to work all this shit out to make it happen, right? Very humbling. Now talking about treasure, I just have to mention. I know you're not a fan of this. Oh, I knew you were gonna do but it. But the Goonies, 
it's the same kind of thing Great as flick. Stand By you Me. Like the Goonies? Oh, I hate the Goonies. Why? Uh, it's such a wonderful <sighs> coming of age movie. Dude. It, these kids just want to no, save. Cool. The kids want to save their town. They want to save their parents from losing their home. And they Very go humbling. through all types of heroics, you know, being terrorized by the Fratellis. Yeah. You know, and making friends with Sloth. Like, dude. Sloth is just like this big, Best, awesome, lovable, dude. cuddly, like misshapen human being that, you know, he just wants a baby Ruth. Well, it's your just cla- give him a fucking it's, baby it's your Ruth. classic, you know, when you see Sloth initially, you're scared half to death. I mean, yeah. you really, it, it scared the shit out of me when I was younger. But, you know, speaking of character development, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, by the end of the movie, dude, you want to move in with this guy. Oh, I don't. I can't even watch that full movie. I, um... Took a trip like a year, uh, a year and a half ago. I had to go down to Cleveland for a, a one nighter for a concert I wanted to see. Stopped in this, just stopped in this rant, you know, got a hotel for the night, you know, booked it. And I, you know, my rolling bar I bring with me. So I go in the room and eh, I'm going to have a couple of drinks before the show, before I have to walk down to the club, put <laughs> on the TV and guess what come right on was the Goonies. And I'm like, oh, wow. oh. Well, I guess I'll watch this. Yeah. I hadn't watched it in a while. Dude, you know, four or five captain and coax and i'm like fuck <laughs> i'm in the room standing up going fuck dude it's the greatest i mean that movie is dude i i can't i can see why i can see how it wouldn't be for everybody but it really it's just, it's your classic just fun adventure for oh yeah you know? for it's, sure it's i mean i it's I got do, some great I comedy like it, God, there's some know? great comedy in that too man it just i'm starting to like this kid you know that whole <laughs> scene with chunk you know that yeah, when i was younger i pissed on the bed I mean, come on that's just hysterical i just man. love the fact that you know as a kid, you know, we want to do that. We want to do that. I'm the same age as these characters yeah. watching this movie. So you empathize with them and you want to be part of their group. And every time you watch that movie, when you're a kid, you feel like you're part of that group. Yeah. And they were so smart about creating that connection between all the characters. And it's like this broad spectrum of characters, too. Yeah, there's a lot of people. You in know, it. that's a huge um, cast. But when you watch it now as an adult, it's one of those movies that instantly transports you back to your childhood. Yeah, I was sitting there in that hotel room going, dude. Yeah. I'm a kid again. This is so much I'm a kid now getting loaded, but I'm I'm still a kid. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm having a riot here and I and I I watched the whole film. I watched, you know, it was a commercial thing. And you're you supposed know. to be out doing other stuff. I did. <laughs> I mean, no, I went to the show. Yeah. I ended up the the counter guy me the the hotel guy became really good friends that night too and I ended up like le- watching that movie and then wa- stumbling out of the room to the front counter half in the bag and this guy seemed cool so I ended up talking with that guy for like two hours too <laughs> so I got to the show still but it was like this weird little adventure I, it was a fun night anyways all right the Goonies yeah. awesome flick H thinks it's bullshit Scott and Chris think it's all right H I'm not the only one that doesn't like it all right yeah I know I know it's not for everybody. I understand that. Here's one. I'm going to throw, and then it'll be your turn. Okay. I want you to throw a handful out, but I. A I handful? Just, All right. I got a handful for you. Hey. Two handfuls. Oh, my God. Beetlejuice. Oh, you dick. Oh, did I steal your thunder? <laughs> no, I mean, it's fine. I knew we were going to overlap movies, but that's, that's, that's one, one of my favorites. favorites. Yeah. That's one of my favorite movies. There's no movie that looks like that one. Right? Yeah. And Michael Keaton performance of his life in my oh, opinion. everybody in that movie everybody every single person the performance of his life in that movie there's oh, just man. one one liner after another dude um i, I love, love how they uh, 
that's another one. I love how that movie looks. Well, yeah, it was still nothing stylistically. I think to this day that matches it. No, it's just it's such a pristine looking film. Well, yeah, I mean, somebody has somebody sat down. I don't, I don't know all the names. Somebody sat down and said, "What would the afterlife look like?" Mm. Right? Yeah. Um, and that was someone's vision of that. <laughs> that was probably Tim Burton. <laughs> That's it was Tim. Burton. It was a Tim Burton okay, film. Yeah. yeah. Me, me and my freaking names. So Tim Burton had to. Yeah, Tim mm-hmm. Burton sat down and said, "What does the afterlife look like here?" Um, and I mean, I'm, I'm interested in that kind of shit. So that's, you know, even at a young age, I was interested in that. So you're dealing, it's basically, it's a ghost story. Yeah. You know, at its core, it's a ghost story. Um, but we, we get this spin on it where it's just, you know, it's a business, you know, more yeah. or less. Um, I, and you have some real, within the, the fabric of it, you have some real uh, angst some oh, real shit. drama, some oh, real frustration. Yeah. You got some. You you got people here, and you. That's the thing is you. You know you. Winona Ryder was fucking great in the flick. You can't. Well, that was like you're saying with Adam one. and Barbara. They yeah. were you know they had they were struggling at first. They didn't know what was going on. Yeah. And then they hated being where they were, and they were really angry about it. They went through the. I mean, they were dead, but they went through the five stages of. Yeah. You know, but of then it's like and all that. But then we get this whole idea of. Well, you know, you guys got a problem with who's living in the house and scare them. Yeah. So now you have, the, you know, we we hear ghost stories. We've all heard ghost stories, and I'm, I specialize in that shit. Um, see, now you have, this, <laughs> you have this scenario where these people are like, okay, we got to figure a way to scare these people. <laughs> right. So now, you know you, think, you know, you think of a ghost a haunting or a ghost story or whatever. It's always this ominous entity, this presence. Right, uh, right. But now we got the other side of where you got these two bumbling people going, what the yep. fuck? How do we do this? You know, we'll change, you know. And, we'll no, put sheets work. on our head. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> right? Oh, God, I just, it's such a cool flick. It is such I'm, a really cool movie. It's so much fun, um, and I can keep, I can just keep watching that. It's another oh, one. I can watch I it over and it, over again. I watched it recently, actually. I That's one of my, probably one of my most viewed movies. Yeah. I watch it every so often. I love that movie. I got a, v, I got a VHS of that. Uh, I, I still have. have. I Beetlejuice. have mine, too. No, not not on one you bought. It was one I just taped off like HBO oh, or something. Oh, that's even better. And it's that's got the better. right Beetlejuice. On it. <laughs> and I mean, that thing is just, you watch, I mean, I can only imagine how shitty that thing looks now. That was uh, some of Danny Elfman's best music, too. Oh, God. That and <sighs> my other mention is his other, his score for the other movies is excellent, too. But this score, the, the music in Beetlejuice is so memorable. Like, like when I'm thinking about scenes, I can hear the music. Yep. I can, I know the lines. I know who's in the scene. I know where in the house they are. Yeah. You know, I know all of it. Well, it's the just thing too. one of those it, movies that a, you just can't look away from. It's a ghost. It's this ghost story kind of whatever, but it's zany. Yeah. It's, it's zany really as funny. hell. Like you have this craziness and there's just so many freaking hell. Like just, you know, want a cigarette. That <laughs> whole thing just fucking, uh, no. Yeah, I'm trying to quit myself. <laughs> like, oh my god, yeah. dude! Where do you think there's just I, I color? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. well, and that's color. Yeah, there's color, and then there's color. Yeah, that that movie is one of the most colorful films you'll see sure. visually. Um, but that, like that I mentioned, feeling. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. that heaviness of color in there. It's yeah, so but colorful. the '80s, like that. When I mentioned that idea of color, yeah. I mean that that's visual color. 
But that's a colorful film, mm-hmm. delivery-wise, stylistically, right. everything. Uh, Michael Keaton, just I don't, I can't think of a better film I've ever seen him do. Okay, Mr. Mom was pretty cool, but <laughs> yeah, Mr. Mom is a phenomenal, it's a phenomenal movie, movie. But man, and it holds up but too. Beetlejuice, dude, he just, mm-hmm. you, I, I didn't even realize it was, the first few times I saw it, I didn't even know it was Michael Keaton. Oh, really? Honestly, and they're like, I'm like, wait, and that was young, you know? They're sure. like, that's Michael Keaton. I'm like, wait, Mr. Mom. You know, I mean, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was young. He, was he needed the young. money. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, you can't really, you can't really. That, that's a tough one to top on, on this list is Beetlejuice, well, at least in my opinion. Um, I'm, I'm gonna say what my favorite movie from the '80s. Your ultimate, of, your top my number ultimate one. '80s movie, and people are gonna be like, "What? What is wrong with you?" Let's hear it. Better off dead. Oh, I knew it! I fucking Hands down, knew it. Best you movie. Can't, you can't fuck with that movie. I love that movie. I love that movie. I have seen Better Off Dead. If I've not seen that movie 250 times, yeah, man, I would be that's shocked. Another one. We watched this shit on repeat. We would yeah. watch it, then rewind it, and <laughs> watch it again. I love that movie. That movie is so funny. That's another one of those ones where it don't. You can't put your finger on it. There's, of what makes it so there's great. There's just nothing yeah. like it. I, yeah. hate to, I hate to say, keep saying that over and over again, but there's nothing like that movie. It's it's a movie about romance yeah. and being a teenager it's in the a 80s. Right. Yeah. But it it's never graphic. It's no. never gross. No. no. And the humor is, to this day, it's the humor notch, man. is spot. Uh, well, yeah. how many how many how many cultural memes came out of that film? Two dollars. <laughs> Sorry, kid, ain't got a dime. Yeah, yeah, you know, the whole the whole drug thing. Do you, you know the price of the snow? Yeah, there's a whole mound of this shit. <laughs> I mean, there's just so many beautiful things That's that came so out of that movie. My got favorite. Her, we got her snorting over here. This is great. My fa- I love that movie. My favorite line from the entire movie is the mailman knocking on the door, and Badger opens it. Tell me, Badger, what's a little boy like you doing with big boy smut like this? <laughs> Dude, yeah. every time. It's all over with. It's all over with. Lane man. Meyer. Oh, I know the announcement, the two yes. Asian guys in the car. Oh, my God. You can't so touch good. it. You and can't the touch it. And the claymation in that movie is so cool. Oh, the everybody wants some part? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's this goes back and kind of driving this point home. It's just, I can't. It, it's tough for me to watch a com- a contemporary comedy now because I I just know it, I I and maybe and maybe I am prejudging too much, but I've watched a bunch of contemporary comedies in this vein of like what you consider like kind of that same arena as Better yeah, Off Dead. Yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, man. it's just it's very predictable. Like that. Like I I don't know if it's because I'm becoming so familiar with a lot of the formulas for movies nowadays, but I predict movies. The, what's going to happen in the next scene like all the time and I'm just like well there it's kind we of go a bummer. yeah you know so yeah good call <laughs> better off to uh, french fries <laughs> french dressing <laughs> and a drink peru <laughs> oh alice you sure do go to the outer limits <laughs> i mean yeah, like when the food it. is crawling across the table yeah. like you know she boiled that shit. Like, what I the like, fuck? I like how he's dressed. Like, he's just completely lost his fucking mind. Yeah, And he's got a tie on his head, and he's just, like, in his untucked shirt, mm-hmm. and he's got 
uh, gasoline in a mason jar. And he's, just, <laughs> and he's just walking around like, my life doesn't matter at all. I love that movie. No, it's... it's Another movie on yeah. the on that. Yeah, Heather, this is, plane. You, this is your take the floor. You and I, we have a similar thing for the '80s movies here. Weird Science is another one. Oh, that's on my list. Fuck. Yeah, that's another one of those movies it's, I wanted it's to on be that in. Same plane, you know. I wanted to be humor. in Weird Science so bad. Oh, that movie is so fun. I just wanted, but I I just wanted to be in that movie for obvious reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but, yeah. oh, for Ke- uh, what's her name, Kelly, Kelly LeBron? Yeah. yeah, but no, but I really wanted to be in that movie though. It just that was such a fun movie. It was cool because, um, well, f- well, for me, it was cool because it's this like buddy comedy thing, you know. And these two friends, they create a woman, and you don't. It's it doesn't seem like it would be a sci-fi movie kind of deal, you yeah, know? Yeah, but it, it but. It ends up being this like extravagant ordeal, mm-hmm. and you don't even you don't you don't feel, you know, embarrassed or dumb or at all anything like that no. when all this stuff is going on. No, you're totally along for the ride, and you can follow everything, and it's funny. Oh man, there's no. another colorful film. No, it's that I was gonna say like that. That's the thing I can't put my finger on. Like I say the term, I keep using the term color. Yeah, and again, no. I want to be very explicit, be very clear saying I'm not talking about visual color. Right. There's just a colorful nature about how the characters work together. It's, yeah, like colorful is, I was trying to think of a word and I couldn't come up with one, but I think colorful is, is a really good it's a really good word for it because otherwise I would call it perfect. Well, and <laughs> maybe, maybe going back to this whole idea we're talking about like the whole toilet humor thing. Um I really do think, and you know, I don't want to come. I don't think any of us want to come off as prude, like we can't handle things. But I do think the con- uh, contemporary comedies that would be in the same arena, like as Weird Science or Better Off Dead, and, and, and these type of teenage, like you know, angsty, mm-hmm. girly love com. Like you, I think you said love rom com. Think about this. Okay. Think about this for a second. Love com. I like that better. Though. Weird Science. <laughs> Weird Science. The entire movie is about two teenage boys creating the perfect specimen for them to have sex with. That's what the movie is about. <laughs> yeah. It okay. Is. And they it get becomes, her, yeah. they get her in the house, this hot model chick, Kelly LeBrock. I mean, she was drop dead gorgeous back then, God, you but it oh. never devolves into and really like a porn. Like it never well, gets like too nasty. There's only like no. one sequence. I get one little piece. I, if I can remember correctly, it's been a little while. Where they mention the sex, like there's one scene where she's like, you know, there's going to tried... be sex, drugs, rock and roll, well, no, chips, no, no, dips, they're... chains, yeah. whips, you know, your basic <laughs> high school orgy type of thing. I mean, uh, I'm not talking candle wax on the nipples or witchcraft <laughs> or anything like that. No, 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 just a couple hundred kids running around in their underwear acting like complete animals. No, there's that beautiful, yeah, Isn't beautiful that she's piece. Talking to his dad, the parents, yeah, yeah. But there's one scene where they're talking and it's she does mention like, well, I did that thing last night and you didn't seem to. That was it, though. You, you didn't really. You, you, there was uh, like a mention of it. Yeah. Some, I sh- um, Like some acrobatic she, thing. I don't who know. Who is she talking to? I can't remember now. Oh, I forget. I don't think anything. I don't think anything really, really happened, though. No, there was no. 
there was no sex. There was no. No, it was there's implied nothing. the whole. Way. I mean, Kelly LeBrock implies yeah. it back then. Yeah. She star, also, like, if you ever get the chance, shower with them. I did. Mm, it's a mind scramble. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hurts but, so good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah. Uh, I think she's. I'm pretty sure what you're talking about. She says that loud enough for someone else to hear to yeah. impress them because that's yeah. what they wanted her okay. for. Yeah. yeah. I don't think she just did that on her own because they created her for that specifically and yeah. she knew that. Uh-huh. And I think she was just but using they, it to their advantage. That movie does kind of go, go ahead, Chris. No, I'm listening. Um, there are morals in that. Fi- that's the oh, thing there too. Is. There's like morals in the film. Like you. <laughs> a movie about sex from yeah but you do get to that point where she's created. like don't you know there is that thing she's like don't you realize people like you for who you are not for what you have yeah the fuck's wrong with you you guys are stupid it's like wait but you're a freaking i put you you were made in a petri dish and you know more than i do <laughs> what the hell's going on but that again this, this is another great example of that i mean going i'm going back to the whole toilet humor thing if that movie was made oh and god please i don't want to i don't, don't want to do plant this. any seeds because you know what happens every time we talk about this I shit? Know, shit happens. How dare you? It's it one, that is another one of my favorite 80s movies. So if something happens about weird science coming out... It'd I'm, be an X rating. I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking <laughs> your 12-gauge shotgun that you were talking about earlier, and I'm <laughs> shooting you right in the face with it. No, I don't have any guns. <laughs> he lied earlier. Uh, I was lying. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, you should. I will. I, I'll agree. I'll give you the shelves. All right. Um, but yeah, again, implied. This whole sex thing. Yeah. yeah. It was implied. Like, we knew it was going on, and we were really excited about it. Uh-huh. You but it was all in our imagination. Which yeah, it was. Even Nothing even happened. Just my yeah. imagination. I just had to throw my little vocal solo in there. <laughs> yeah. Like, thanks, I'm getting it. So weird science is, and th- th- I, mean, I mean, it's like, it's one of those ones, when you think about the 80s, like 80s party Teenage movie, Weird Science, I think is top of the list. I know a lot of people who have never seen Weird Science or Better Off Dead. And I'm like, who are you people? Those are testaments. You you have to see those movies. I have another one on that same level of comedy, uh, Summer School. Oh, yes. I I saw it once. I love Summer School. That's one of my other like ultimate watches. Summer School? Summer School with, uh, what's his name, Mark Harmon or whatever? Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mark Harmon was the teacher Mm -hmm. in that. And my favorite thing about that movie is just how, um, well, I've been in summer school before, and it's nothing like that, but uh, is how there's those two practical effects kids in there. Yes. And it's a really, uh, everybody in that movie, the kids that are portrayed in that movie, uh, it's all like, a, it's a huge diversity, you know, thing going on there and then you have the special effects kids you have the foreign exchange student yeah. you have the the nerd who's allergic to everything and then you have the beach bunny but like that when i see summer school i feel like that is a perfect example of what the 80s was all of those yeah, kids it kind of gets cast, all the different cultures every single person from every genre of movie from the 80s it's in summer school well, which the on. breakfast club yeah there's you another just, one. just read my mind uh-huh. dude yeah another really taking that idea and putting it on steroids more or less because you know you have summer school didn't have the claustrophobia that that the breakfast club has right i mean yeah it, it really didn't i mean summer school kind of went i mean it's a story that they're at the beach about, they're, yeah, they're doing places. stuff they actually they're learning it's summer school you go to yeah. school and during the summer the breakfast club is that it's it, it's detention me, it's detention <laughs> 
and that's where I, I'm saying the claustrophobia. Like you, yeah. you're, you're taking out because it's the same idea. You have all these different people from different walks of life, right? Not the diversity isn't. It isn't a visual diversity. You know, it isn't a cultural diversity. You have five people. That, you know, and they're like, let's be blunt. They were all basically white kids. Yeah, right? no, they, they were, were, but you've but they got were the burnout. Totally different people. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, so you have the same diversity idea just on a more personality level. You got mm-hmm. the jock, you got the goth, you got the well, rogue. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's literally school incarnate. That's mm-hmm. in des- that's in deten- destiny. I played destiny today. Sorry, <laughs> that's in uh, detention. You know. Yeah. I mean, how many? There was five, right? Five. Five, five yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're just all different. And if you think about it, like when I had, yeah, <laughs> smoke them up, Johnny, or Two smoke months. up, Johnny. When Two I months, had, I uh, got you. Go when ahead. uh, man, now I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Two months. <laughs> you got two months in detention, Heather. Damn it. You're fucked. I got you. Two months. No, go ahead. But it's it go reminds me of uh, ha- being because in high school you're you have classes that are given to you and you you can't pick and choose who's who are in those classes, right? So yeah. So the detention is you've got, it's basically just a very small classroom and you're you know. Well, that was something I think we could all identify with because you just mm-hmm. said that. I know going through my educational when I was in school back in like the 1700s um, when we'd have to take the horse and buggy to school and stuff like that. Um, At the ripe old age of 15. Yeah. <laughs> we, <laughs> Throwback. We, 18 inches of snow. <laughs> uphill both With ways. a backpack and no shoes on. No yeah. shoes Naked. I was nude. We didn't have clothes back then. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We were that poor. We had <laughs> no clothes. Um but there was that idea, and it, it's something I really identify with. I think we all do, where, yeah, we, we, we'd be, whether it's detention or classes mm-hmm. or some other type of activity, sports, I don't know, whatever it is, and you get put in with people. That you, may you have never, no idea. You know, and it's mm-hmm. a lot, and, and that does prepare you. It's interesting because that does prepare you for, for life, I think, because, mm-hmm. you know, you go into the working world, and now you're put in a room with a bunch of people that you probably would never even want to talk to on the outside, but... I know for me, I've been put in those situations professionally where I sit down with some people and I'm like, man, fuck this guy. Who's this fucking guy? He's a right. Yahoo. But after, He's a after, Yahoo. But after working with him for four or five months, you get to know each other. Yeah. You understand how each other tick. Mm-hmm. You, you develop a respect. Um, and a lot of times for me, I've developed a lot of friendships that way. For, for a mutual the, understanding of something. Right? I think the difference between... <sighs> Uh, the breakfast club and how people relate to it is just it's funny because they're 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 kids you know so they all so what you see there is literally people who haven't grown up yet they, no, they're they still haven't. children and that's the sucky part of high school is but you're they, stuck with these people who are also yeah. there at that same point with you puberty whatever you know like you you hate everything you just hormones are running and uh-huh. that's the breakfast club shows that but if Pretty you look well. at that, but if you, but it, like I was just saying, if you look at how that movie plays out, though, at the end, they walk out of there mm-hmm. and they all have a respect for each other. Yeah. They all know each other now to a certain degree. They had to spend an eight hour day together, stuck in this room together, right. basically. So there was that. If that would have never happened in their lives, that's what I find fascinating about the film. If those people weren't put in that room, you know, it's a movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. They would this never had, this have the chance never had, to. Nothing like this would have ever happened. There wouldn't have been any hookups. Right, yeah. There wouldn't have been any understanding, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that's what you, I mean, it really is kind of an analogy on life. You need to be, 
put in those uncomfortable situations and you need to suffer a little bit right to understand things and grow right. and that's what those kids did and i, th- I really think that's kind of what that what that the idea is that those kids in eight short hours right which is an eternity when you're that age of course they grew yeah they did well and the crazy right. thing is is that the breakfast club still holds up mm-hmm. oh fuck yeah like my daughter has watched the breakfast club a bunch of times why because it's still relevant it's yeah, still absolutely. the same thing that happens in high school now but the difference would be now the kids would be in detention and they'd be staring at their fucking iPhones the right. entire time and they would never have a chance Would they to... allow that? Yeah, probably. No. I hope not. Well, There's no way. Now. Oh, dude. Dude, the, maybe the now. The phones are yeah. a problem. Not on school. my watch. Well, I'm going to throw another one out there to kind of get off the uh, the comedy and teenage stuff. Uh, it's tough to get off that because that stuff's just so yeah, good. Yeah, it is so good. But one that people still talk about and it's kind of relevant to today is Red Dawn. Oh, oh God, it's a tough that. one to watch. That is... Oh, my God. I've never seen it. The, the You've never one? seen Red Holy Dawn? No, I've shit. seen, like, pieces of it. I've never watched it all the way through. So, tough basically, Red Dawn, the U.S. is invaded oh, by I know what it's the about, Russians you know, and but... the Cubans, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, their small town is taken over, and the Wolverines decide <laughs> to rebel against the foreign invasion. Yeah. It's so... That's a, that was a, that movie scarred me. I think when I was younger, because you know that obviously, much like you know Rocky, f- f- four. Yeah, know, there was there was the whole Russian scare. You know? Right. Yeah. The Cold War. Cold War. Thank you. Um, this was another movie that was kind of a you know a play on that, taking to the next level. Like, okay, what if it really happened? Mm-hmm. And to see that, at least for me, I don't know about you, Chris. But to see that when I was younger, like, you know, on Showtime or whatever, um, that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> and it, it scared the shit out of me, too. You know, um, it was kind of crazy for me because I spent a lot of time up north with my dad in the woods. And, you know, my dad was always like into archery and weapons and stuff. Yeah. So it was always like kind of like this kind of thing where I could imagine something like that actually happening. Yeah. And where my family would probably pack up and go. You know, where we might still be in harm's way, but like, oh, we'll just pack the car and we'll go up north and we'll hide out and blah, 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 blah. But, you know, at that time, you know, it never really struck me as a reality that could completely happen. Yeah. But with everything that was going on with, you know, the nuclear scares and, you know, like the day after and threads and all these 80s movies about nuclear war, those were hard to watch. But this... You know, you're watching. There you know, was hope involved. Yeah, there's hope involved, but you're also watching teenagers who are getting slaughtered and you know shot. That's what fucked me up. Was yeah. like there's those those shots they did at the high school. Yeah, and they literally have shots of kids like hanging out the windows, dead. Oh, jeez. And it's it was fucking scarring, man. It was tough to watch when you were younger. Like, wait, I go to school. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'm in school. What happened? Ah! Right. It just was very tough to watch. And like it was during the Cold War. So there, the, again, it just goes back to the idea of like, okay, this could actually happen. Mm. Very concerning. And then, yeah, the movie does play out. You know, that whole thing, right? Um, it's tough very, kids. It's very tough kids, man. pro-America propaganda oh, God, no. oh, sure. in a lot of ways, too, that, you know, America will win at all costs. That kind of thing. But um, Powers Booth, his character in mm-hmm. it, 
I mean, his his acting is phenomenal yeah. when he's this pilot that's basically stranded, you know, mm-hmm. and then you have some of your main characters. Does that guy always play a pilot? <laughs> he's always a pilot. Well, he's, he's dead now, so. But um, He's piloting in heaven. Well, I think the other thing about that movie, too, that kind of struck a chord was a lot of the people that play characters in Red Dawn yeah. were also in the outsiders mm-hmm. yeah yeah so you were kind of like again i keep mentioning this word but you kind of like sympathize with them because you feel like they're part of your family yeah. like patrick swayze you know people like that, mm-hmm. that you saw repeatedly on screen <laughs> you know yeah but yeah red well, outsiders Dawn, another that was another i mean i hate to derail red no, Dawn, but the outsiders fine. was another one another one that the book was great that's one i mean i've read that book a couple times um but that movie was there was something about that movie too. That was another one of those ones that just you know you had um oh god oh my brain. Who There's the a million people in that movie. Yeah, well the the main characters Ralph Macchio, Ralph Macchio, yeah, Ralph Macchio, um, which, that's, Thomas that's Howell. tough. That that's another one of those ones that was tough to watch. And there was you know there were some scenes in that, that, mm-hmm. that some things played out, and you know how Ralph Macchio ended up in the film. It was a really tough those those scenes with him in the hospital. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, Whoa, holy crap, dude! You know, um, another one of that, that I could watch the Outsiders over and you know, and that, that was a bummer because that movie got so big when it came out. They they did, and I remember this vividly. They they started doing a series on Sunday nights, like on Channel Fifty or something when I was younger, and it played for about three weeks, four weeks, and it, it was actual story. It was all different characters, of course. Oh. But it was the Outsiders series on Channel 50 Oh, or and it was like a story of yeah. just one specific character? And they, well, they were, they were... No, it was it was it was the outsiders, but what they were doing was kind of expanding on the movie. Like, you oh, know, okay. yeah. they'd have a like what Patrick Swayze was in that was in the outsiders, of course, and he, you know, the big brother. God, what the hell was it? it? Don't matter. The big brother, Daryl, Daryl, who was the roofer. You know, and there was always like, you know, you carry more pallets. You know, and they were always giving you shit for that. There was like an episode, like kind of with him, like about his trade. Oh, okay. And like how he was having to deal with people he went to high school with. They're like frat boys and shit now. And they own their father's own uh, construction companies. Sure, sure. You know, that whole thing. Yeah. So there's like these whole things, you know, they were expanding on that. I'm like, man, this is totally awesome. And then it just vaporized. Hmm. It didn't do well and it just vaporized. I so, mean, I just have so to cool. I just have to mention this about The Outsiders. Mm-hmm. This cast. Matt Dillon, Ralph right? Macchio, yeah. Patrick Swayze, Rob Lowe, bring Emilio Estevez, bring it in. Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise bring Diane it in. Lane. Yeah. Holy crap, Leith. Tom Cruise was in that movie. Yeah. Yeah, he played Steve. Yeah. Uh, Diane Lane is yeah. Cherry. Cherry. Uh, Tom Waits was in this movie, too. <laughs> I do I not mean, remember that. I mean, yeah. not, I'm now I'm seeing it, but like, Tom, I couldn't oh, even. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Tom played, Waits was also in Rumblefish, too. Rumblefish yeah. and The Outsiders were basically filmed around the same time. Yes, they the were. same people, too. Tom Waits was in that also. Um, yeah, The Outsiders. And, you know, and I had another one I it was perfect to throw out here, and my brain just... I totally. Oh, I'm looking That's at my list here. That's in the here. same wheelhouse of. Well, um, you know what? I'm gonna totally just fuck everybody up here, and throw an '80s movie out. That's one of my personal fav- favorites, um, "The Color Purple." <laughs> I know it's it's kind of not the same. It was in the '80s. <laughs> Oprah for president. It's the only thing Oprah ever did that I really. Yeah. Liked. You know, no, but um, she was phenomenal in this she movie. Was really Everybody, good in that Danny movie. Glover was freaking phenomenal in this yeah, movie. Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg was Everybody fucking was. phenomenal in this movie. 
it's I think I've said this before on the show. It's one of the only two films that I cannot watch without crying. Oh, the color purple annihilates me <laughs> at the end every time I see it. Oh, it should. It just shuts me down. I can't stop it. I can watch the color purple over and over again. I know it doesn't really fit in with the kind of what we're going with here. I'm sorry, no, matter. We're talking no. about it was in we're general, about, yeah. But it was it we're was talking cool. about our 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 favorite movies. Here's another movies. one. This this, this will this will we were just talking about this one at work today because we were, I mentioned like we're going to talk about and with my coworker we're we're going to talk about 80s movies and you know what I do for a living. They're like, well, don't forget War Games. Oh, like, oh yes. God. Oh God. Nice. Thermal nuclear devastation warfare, whatever the hell the name yeah. of the game was. Uh, Would you like to play a game? Would you like to play a game? <laughs> the I wish it worked that way. The Whopper. The Whopper. Thank you. W O P R. Yep. Whopper. Uh, I forgot what, what that was short for. War operations. Oh, I forgot what the acronym was. Yeah, there were some really great shots of that in the film. The mainframe, the Whopper, um, on a tape drive. But yeah, yeah, the, the, the yeah. was funny. It was beautiful because um, you know he would just hack right into the freaking U.S. military. He just had his phone modem and he just would hack into the U.S. military. It was just that easy. Fun movie though. It did uh, well. It's another one too. It was War another- Operation Plan Response. <laughs> so stupid. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> but that was another one during the Cold That's War, so though. General. It is. That it was is. another. It was a nuclear scare type film. Another Cold War type movie. You know, we're gonna go to war. Yeah. And it's like, you know. But, you know, he's got to play the game mm-hmm. and keep the freaking missiles from launching. Not a very good flick, but worth a mention because it was just a fun movie to watch, especially for computer nerds like me. We're just like, <laughs> yeah, it's that easy. Yeah, whatever, dude, you know. Nice modem, dude. Yeah, nice modem, dude. Man, I'm so sad I, lo- I forgot my list because I, I had animated movies on there and I had anime as well. Yeah. That were really big from the 80s. Um, Transformers was really big. Akira oh. came out in the 80s. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Voltron. Well, Voltron. not shows. I'm talking about movies. The first trans- the Transformers, oh, the movie. the cartoon. Yeah. yeah. That was in 83 You're right. Three or five or something like that. See, I, uh, I, uh, I, but I, I, I had, like, Little Mermaid came out in the 80s. Disney came out with a lot of 80s, uh, a lot of movies in the 80s. All Dogs Go to Heaven. What was another one? Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. That's another one that came really? out in the 80s. Yep. I, I watched that religiously I too. Disney more. I don't follow Disney enough. I should um, follow Disney more. I have two really big movies that were like the shape of my life when I was younger. I mean, I'm only 31. I was born. I'm a 90s. I was 90 kid. I'm a 90s kid. I was yeah, born in 86. Yeah. But I watched. I still do. I watch a lot of old stuff. But and I I, I love Tom Cruise. So uh, Top Gun. Yeah. And then yeah. Legend. Legend shaped my life. Legend was badass. I love that movie. Those are both great movies. And it's like it's funny because there's they have that there's very you know nostalgia and all that stuff like that. But Top Gun is a really good movie. Like in like just outside of it being like great eighties movie and all that stuff. Tom Cruise, woo, you know, and mm-hmm. what was her name? Kelly McGraw or whatever. Kelly McGillis. Kelly McGillis. McGillis, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's not hot, by the way? Fine, whatever. But um, she yeah, she was pretty in that movie, though. She was pretty in that movie for a horse mouth, but <laughs> oh, but no, it's, like Top Gun is a really good movie. It's yeah. a great drama. Well, it holds up too. Yeah, it's great. Legend, 
Legend is one of my favorites. I own, I will, Jesse bought it for me for my birthday on Blu-ray. Girl, you need to watch that on Blu-ray. Okay, girl. That thing it looks crisp. That is a beautiful movie. And the practical yeah. effects in that, I mean, Tim Curry had this, he was on stilts and he had the his horns for when he played Darkness. They were like, they weighed like 70 pounds yeah, or I've something heard ridiculous. Sto- I've read a couple of things. There was a metal pole yeah. holding those up for him. Like, God. Well, that's a testament to Tim Curry's dedication, too. Mm-hmm, that's, that's probably you. one of his biggest roles I think he ever did. And I mean, God damn, that's tough. Not tough to watch, but when you see that, that's like, what's the devil? What is it? What, you know, I know it's yeah, devil, and, but like, what does that look like? And his laugh. Oh, oh my God. Brutal. And just uh, Meg, the woman in the river mm-hmm. or in the water. Oh, my God. And then one of my favorite things in that movie, it's so simple, is just when uh, he's trying to convince uh, Lily to marry him basically mm-hmm. and there's that long table and it's got oh, all the man. food and he's yeah. like he's like are you hungry do you want something to eat and then you show they shows the glass and the wine fills up and he's like drink and she just kind of gives him like the mm-hmm. smug like i'm not falling for this or nothing like that but that's yeah. my like one of my favorite parts of the movie is just that she scene. is so beautiful too i she's wonder whatever still, happened to her she still looks good did she? I haven't yeah, seen her anything she, in like forever. I don't forever. think she's been in thing, anything in, in a while, but I well, I said the same exact thing. I was like, where the hell did Mia Sarah go? I mean, Fierce Bueller's yeah. and, and, you know, Legend, and, like, that's all I ever remember her from. Thanks for mentioning Ferris Bueller's Right? There's yeah, another that, one. That had to be mentioned. Mm-hmm. And we, we'd get excommunicated if we didn't mention that in this show. <laughs> right? Um, another one of those. Well, it's on the fucking screen. We're oh, looking right. At, yeah, yeah look we're at that, looking right? at it. And look at her. She's so gorgeous. Yeah. And look at him. he was so cute too. Come on, and everybody he just got fat. <laughs> yeah, got she really hasn't done much. Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I think shit. she might have been in like a show. In the yeah, past she's few done years. a lot of like low budget stuff. Let me throw this. I got. I got to fuck you guys up with this one. Uh, one of one of my personal favorites. Roadhouse. <laughs> No. That movie comes on if the rare occurrence that we're flicking on the TV, like actual TV, TV. For some reason, Roadhouse will always find its way onto one of those stations. And you're like, stop, stop everything, get some popcorn made. It's time to watch Roadhouse. You know what well, my, you know what my '80s movie is for that? Mm, mm. Tremors. Oh, <laughs> if I see Tremors, I have to watch it. Dude, Kevin Bacon was the I know, harsh right? in that flick, man. Uh, he was awesome. But Roadhouse, I, dude, Roadhouse is so good. Roadhouse is hysterical. It's so good. It's fucking well, hilarious. I think, you know, you've got Patrick Swayze kind of at, like, the peak of his, his career. Peak, right, man. yeah. Like, Carved I mean, out of wood. Yeah. And, I mean, Adonis. He, he had already <laughs> done all the, like, the outsiders <laughs> and all that dirty dancing and everything. And now he's like applying, yeah. you know, instead of dancing, now he's like this kick ass <laughs> this <is> fucking, fucking <laughs> door guy. Oh, the scene, Dude, you're a door guy. Amber, I, I said, I made Amber watch it one time. <laughs> I actually like, she'll see it and like, all oh, her, her eyes will roll. Oh, she'll go, oh, she'll yeah, leave the room. Yeah, now. I, was gonna say, and I made her up. sit. I think we were actually on a trip at a hotel and we were just chilling out and we, I, it came on in a freaking hotel. I'm like, <laughs> Well, you got you can't escape. I know you got to watch it. Um, but there's this beautiful scene where he meets the chick. You know, like like every movie. Yeah, and who was the girl in that movie? Kelly Lynch. Oh, okay. Oh, thanks. Like, there's just that beautiful because he's like staying in that barn. Yeah, 
He's staying in the loft. <laughs> and like the scene is like the next morning, like early in the morning, like the sun's yeah. barely coming up. And you know, you can only imagine he just spent like the last seven hours drilling this chick, right? And she wakes up from being just fucking pulverized all night long by <laughs> by fucking Patrick Swayze. I mean, I'm being crass. I'm sorry, but it it, it makes His sense. His ghost penis. Yeah, it just it, and <laughs> but then like she wakes up after just being just just the night of her life, and there's Patrick Swayze doing freaking yoga, uh-huh. and with the sun coming up behind his carved, beautifully uh-huh. bronzed body. And it's like that scene just sums up Patrick Swayze's entire right? career right there. And Amber was just like, turn this fucking movie off right now. <laughs> I know. Well, I would have been like, you need to take a cold shower is what you need to do. I did. <laughs> I'm like, I'll be back in a second. I'm going to use the facilities. Roadhouse Ooh, is so much fun. Me. It's so ridiculous. Sam Elliott's in it also, which I love Sam Elliott. The dude never ages. Yeah, yeah he looks so he good. He always plays Sam Elliott in yeah. every movie. He's always the same like sidekick, yeah. southern drawl dude. You know, but he, gets, he gets killed, which sucked. Yeah. It really bummed me out to see Sam Elliott get, get off in Roadhouse. But. It's yeah. funny because Patrick Swayze and who were the really big guys in the 80s? Patrick Swayze, Tom Cruise, I would say uh, Emilio Schwar- Estevez. Sly Stallone. Yeah. yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, we haven't even mentioned yeah, I, Terminator. I don't even want to throw a Terminator out there because that's going to get me started down a really bad path. But I will say Commando is that was literally... One of the best 80s action movies, even though it's terrible and doesn't hold up, that movie changed my life. Predator. I mean, there's so many good ones. I'm going to throw this out there as a a related thing to Arnold Schwarzenegger. The guy's a long story, but there's actually a band called Austrian Death Machine. Oh, yeah. Have you heard of Austrian Death Machine? They're awful. They're they're totally awful, but they write every song they write is about Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's about yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's not like Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's all like the it's you know, all of, like get it's, to the chopper, yeah, you know, whatever they, they lay into a tune. Now I just thought about that, and now I'm gonna have to listen to those records tomorrow. Total Recall. I mean, yeah. Aliens. I need your shoes, your clothes, your motorcycle, and it's, it's, I gotta listen to this crap now. Anyways, what, uh, wasn't the Abyss late '80s? Oh. Wasn't that like 89? I believe it was. Look that was. one up, Chris, will you? Yeah, I'm going to look this up. Because, yeah, that should be mentioned. Because uh, James Cameron was huge in the 80s. Steven Spielberg basically it was, owned the 80s. It was but... 89. Oh, look at me. Look at you. That Boom. movie, one of you my know, all-time favorites. I could do an entire podcast on the abyss i think <laughs> have actually, we mentioned that like ed harris actually jim cameron we could probably we could yeah, probably do, we should a, do a, a really jim good cameron. podcast on him the abyss to me has the finest i mean to me ed harris the finest acting i think i've ever seen was by ed harris in the abyss and when he's trying to revive oh yeah yeah that we to talked me about that before. is absolutely the best acting I have ever seen. He blew his fucking voice out on that. Right. You can hear it. It's he flipped I mean, yeah. to get into that, to get that far into a scene like that. I've been through it. I don't want to mm-hmm. put people to sleep. Oh, I know but that that's the best acting I think I've ever seen. Honestly. Oh dude, that entire cast. I mean, it is funny cause you do get some remnants from aliens mm-hmm. in this oh, movie God, yeah. too. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, Ed Harris, Mary Elizabeth, master Antonio, like she doesn't really do much anymore. No. And I mean, she is a, Great actress. I actress. know. Like, where'd she go? You see this? They call this the hammer. <laughs> Fucking great line. Oops. 
I just beat the oh, crap I thought that was like that was me playing music. playing a note on the spring here. <laughs> what is that? A G string? Boom, 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 boom. It's a washtub bass. Uh, yeah, the abyss. Thanks for bringing. Yeah, thanks for bringing that one up. Yeah, that's, yeah, late eighties. It was eighty nine. Man, what a what a well, what a movie! It's and how it was made. There's just everything about that movie is just incredible. It still feels very eighties though. Yeah. It does, but the visual effects. I remember seeing this for the first time. Oh yeah! I didn't get to see this at the movies. I watched it in my friend's home theater system. Mm-hmm. Like they had one of those like big like projection TVs mm-hmm. in their basement, and I remember watching this movie and being like, "This is like cool this is crazy." As shit. Yeah. yeah. In the ideas of the, like the breathing technology that oh, they God, were trying yeah. oh, to bring wow. out in that movie, like there's a lot we of did it for very, nine months already. You can do it again. Wow. There was very thoughtful stuff. It was it was a, it was a nerd flick. There was some real nerdy. There's some you know some hard elements in that film as far as the technology and things like that mm-hmm. were concerned. Um, it was it was is it was exciting to watch like from a technical standpoint for me at least. Um, and that movie actually, at one time, I remember watching The Abyss so much, when, you know, when I when it first came out. Like I had, I think I actually have a videotape of that one too wow. that I taped somewhere. I watched it so much. I actually, for a short time, I wanted to get into like marine biology. And oh, stuff. really? I actually was in, getting interested in going into like you know working in subs and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, never panned out. No, but, I'd know. never be able to. I'm, I'm claustrophobic. There's no fucking way. Scarface. Ooh, oh God, I hate Scarface. Oh come too. on. I hate that movie. God. Her oh, womb is so polluted. No, nah, it's just... You can't even give me a Tony Montana Jr. You can't even give me a fucking baby. So, you know, the funny thing about Scarface is there are a lot of people that hate this movie, but... Come on. But Scarface is literally... You're nuts. Like, a perfect specimen, perfect specimen of, like... The Reagan era, yeah, in like the materialism, real, real, the real gross element. materialism and capitalism mm-hmm. of the eighties, mm-hmm. like in focus, okay. and that was their idea. Even down to the soundtrack, very disco-like soundtrack. The excess, um, you know, obviously around cocaine. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was it was supposed to be a real indulgent film. Okay, um, where you know a character, you know, that was very confused. Um, thought he knew what he wanted, but when he finally gets to a certain point, you know, when he when he goes beyond redemption. Right. He just couldn't go back. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like it's over, right? Um really had good intentions. I mean, is 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 hard nosed as Tony Tony Montana was. <laughs> yeah. Um there was a heart there. He did love, he did care, um, but he didn't know he also didn't know how to express that, I think, too. Yeah. I've spent a lot of time studying that character. Um, and that's one of the things about Tony Montana. You know, there's some real great scenes where it's like, oh, fuck you, man. You know, shit like that. But, hey, come back, give me a kiss, man. What are you doing? <laughs> you know, he, there's love there, right? Uh, just, I don't think he knew how to express it mm. necessarily. There, I could do a whole, we could do a whole show on that. Well, it was uh, greed. He was so wrapped up in greed yeah. and materialism and having the big house and the beautiful mm-hmm. wife. Yeah. Well, that's what, you know, the American dream. Yeah. Quite that's what beautiful. it was. And that's what the entire movie is about, the American dream. Oh, yeah, dude. And it's violent dude. and nasty yeah. as shit. Ugly film, man. Really maybe I would like Maybe I would like it if I watched it now, but I've seen the movie a couple times when I was younger, and I was just... And I mean, like, it's I mean, a, younger, a, and I mean, like, teenage, you know, like, t- 14 or something like that, you know? That you was know? a legendary film in our circles growing up, because that was, like, you know... Some serious violence, 
to me, some of the most violent imagery at the time. Um, and there's a couple of scenes in that movie where literally it's like, before I saw it, people were like, you haven't seen Scarface yet? No. Well, you got to see the chainsaw scene. Yeah. It's like, what? Holy shit. You know, now, today, that'd be fucking tame. But um, that, for the time, violent as hell. But the crazy thing about Scarface is, yes, they could show that violence today. And the movie, the movie was edited to not show everything. Yep. Otherwise, it would have had an X rating. Yep. But the way they did show the chainsaw scene in the mm-hmm. movie was brilliant. All you yeah. see is the guy's eye mm-hmm. and the blood start oh, coming so down his face. Was, yeah, you so know what's way. happening. We've talked yeah. about this a million totally times. It just has to be implied. We don't need to see all the gore yeah. and the details. Totally implied. Well, um, well, what we 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 got all night, dude. We're gonna do. No. I got like fifty more uh, movies to talk about. Yeah. No, we got to wrap this up, folks. Oh, we didn't. Is it really? Did we go over? Yeah. We oh were, my god. We were, of course we did. Of course. We blew. There's so, so much we didn't touch on here. We, we should do a part two of this. I think that, yeah, we should definitely do a part two, maybe next month on this. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's, let's come back and revisit this. focus more on the um, technical aspects of the 80s era. Yeah, sure. For real, because yeah. I, we could talk about movies all day, you know, Yep. really. But there's a specific thing that comes from the decade of the 80s that makes their well, films just so memorable well, and I'm wondering, so good. I'm wondering if there's going to be some people, that, what it, you know, because like, I know to play devil's advocate, I, if there's a group of people out there that are much younger, they're going to say, well, dude, the movie's from the 10s or the whatever, the 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing like that either. Nah. Like someday. You know what I mean? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. And it's I'm, true. There are some movies that came out in the, well, in the 90s. Had a, the 90s had a great run of movies. Yeah. yeah. But I... I don't know. I think maybe. I, I think maybe. I want to ask more people about that. About this. It would be an interesting question, idea because because you know? I know it, it's very easy for us to go. Oh fuck! Back in my day, they made right, real right. movies. But I think no. that's beside the point. I think that you know now we have things like Stranger Things. Yeah. In these other shows, they're all throwbacks. They're all throwbacks. Why? Why are they throwing? Well, there's yeah. a testament. That's there's a testament. A, that's a right testament. Yeah. Things were different mm-hmm. than than they are now. There was more care put in. Things were practical effects. The music was done with full orchestras. Not everything was synthesized in a studio. There was care and love. It's like baking a cake. Right. You want to put care and love into it and it's going to taste so much sweeter and when baking it's fully is baked. so precise you can't mess around it's not like cooking you can't you have to follow the recipe exactly yeah yeah you know so maybe that's what is the 80s were just was baking you yes just, you know the 80s was just with some special sweet frosting on it right all right Ugh. folks this oh, was episode the look on your face when you said that you disgusting mm. <laughs> we will be back next week Thanks for checking us out. Good night. God love Chris. Visit us at www.themoviesleuth.com and find The Movie Sleuth on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and iTunes.